0: What is going on, New Vision family? Hopefully you are doing well. For those who I do not have the privilege of knowing, my name is Nick Person. I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at New Vision, so if this is your first time or your hundredth time with us, we're so glad that you are reading God's word alongside of us as we journey through the book of Psalms, which is one of my favorite books in all of the narrative of scripture. I'm gonna be reading from the CSB version. So as you read along with me, or you're listening at your desk, at your office, and you go, hey, that sounds a little bit different than my translation, it's probably because I'm just reading a different translation than you are reading. And so we're gonna begin in Psalm number 20. And if you haven't been listening to the other uh, daily walking through the Psalms, I would go back and listen because it makes this even more rich. So we're gonna be in Psalm 20. Before I dive into Psalm 20, I have been watching a documentary on 9-11 and I just watched an episode where there were some survivors that were trapped on floor number four of the World Trade Center Tower, or the North Tower, Tower 1. And they're talking about how they're trapped, they don't see how they have been able to make it and they are praying and hoping for someone to come and rescue them. And then they talk about that this ray of sunlight comes into the rubble and it gives them hope. One of the firefighters says that it was like at that moment he just felt very seen by God. It had to be a God thing, and when they saw that illumination of light, the sunlight amidst all the debris and the rubble, they knew there was a way out, and they knew that they had hope. Now, the story continues as this firefighter tells the story that all of his company got out, and the civilian lady that was with them got out, and As they walked out, they had this moment of just astonishment and this weight was lifted off of them because they had been set free. They had gotten victory in the midst of defeat. And you're listening to this story and something about the story just resonates into every being of your soul. And then we come to Psalm number 20. And you feel this same kind of enthusiasm, the same kind of posture that David has, that God is able to do only what God can do. So Psalm 20 reads this way in verse one. May the Lord answer you in a day of trouble. May the name of Jacob God's may the name of Jacob God's protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and sustain you from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and accept your burnt offering. Verse four and five. May he give you what your heart desires and fulfill your whole purpose. Let us shout for joy at your victory and lift the banner in the name of our God. May the Lord fulfill all all your requests. This feels like a worship song of, man, God, we know you were able to do the impossible. God, we want to hold your banner up because your name is worthy. And as David is pinning this, He knew that any victory that he had was rooted in the victory that God gave him. He knew no victory was meant by his own hands. He knew that no victory was secured by himself. He knew that the only one responsible for securing victory was God himself. And I think about those who were trapped in the midst of that rubble. The story I started off when they were free and when they saw that beam of sunlight, they knew that they didn't do it. They knew that God did it. And so I wonder today, as you navigate your life and you're looking for the fingerprints of God, maybe the fingerprints of God are all over it and you just hadn't recognized it yet because every victory is rooted in his victory. He goes on to say this in verse number six. "No, I know that the Lord gives victory to his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with mighty victories from his right hand. See that right hand imagery is demonstrating God's great power Hear me, everyone. God is not lacking in power. He's omniscient. He knows what he is doing. We don't always understand his plan, but his plan is always for his glory and our good. And so he operates in a victorious posture because he is victorious. And victory comes from his mighty hand. And so know that today you might be wondering, is victory in your future? Listen, victory has already been secured for you through the overcoming of the cross and the resurrection from the grave. So you have a victory that is immovable today. Verse number seven. I love this part. Some take pride in chariots and others in horses. But we take pride in the name of the Lord our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand firm. I want to read that part again cuz this needs to be somewhere. You need to write this down when you get a chance. Some take pride in chariots and others in horses, but we take pride in the name of the Lord our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand firm. David understood that victory was with God, not in his talent. Not in his checkbook, not in his sword, not in his chariot, not in the fact that he's a parent, not in the fact that he was married. Like not in any of those things, but victory and security is found only in Lord our God. Can I say that again for you? Because for me, so often I want to get my victory and my worth and my value and my identity and so many less things that will collapse and fall. But the thing that will never collapse and fall is the name of of the lord our god that's what we put our hope in and that's what we build our life upon because it's a foundation that is immovable and will not waver this is what we put our hope in because this is secure not all the other things but the name of the lord our god what a good word And I don't know what you need to hear today, but I'm telling you, if you can remember that, that your hope and your foundation is rooted in a resurrected king, it changes the way that you navigate today. Verse number nine to finish it up. Lord, give victory to the king. May he answer us on the day that we call. Lord, give us victory today. Lord, may we bring honor and glory to you in every aspect of our life. And no matter even if it feels like we're in a losing situation, we still have victory no matter what because victory is not found in chariots or horses it's not found in our gifts and our talents but it is found in the name of the lord our god so today may we find our hope in that may we build our lives upon that truth one of my favorite songs is a song by pat barrett it's called build my life it's been my favorite song probably for the last seven or eight years And the words of that song is like, this is what we are going to build our life on. We're not going to build it on chariots. We're not going to build it on lesser things. We are going to build it on the name of the King. That is what we are going to build our life on. And I pray today that we can build our life on that truth. I love it because it's so true and it's such a good reminder. And I love the words, and I want to end with this, with the words of that song of Build My Life. Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one who could ever save. You're worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Oh, we live for you. And then it goes into the chorus. And I will build my life upon your love. It is a firm foundation. And I will put my trust in you alone and I will not be shaken. And I will build my life upon your love. It is a firm foundation. And I will put my trust in you alone. And I will not be shaken may we be a people that build our life upon him alone and his name alone because we know that everything else will collapse and fall but the name of our lord our god is a firm foundation i'm for you guys i'm thankful for you guys and i hope you will join us back as we continue reading through the book of psalms on monday y'all be blessed Y'all remember well, and you walk well from a firm foundation that's built on the name of the Lord our God.